astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to the Mom and Me podcast. My name is Kate Wind. I'm your host, and I'm joined by my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning. Good morning. So I don't know if you've been watching the news lately. I knew this was something kind of new to you when you looked surprised um, when I brought it up the other day about this whole free Britney movement. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what you... I thought she was captured by somebody. I wasn't sure what... Which, I mean, she kind of... she was. She kind of is, but not in our traditional, like, she's not in jail or someone hasn't, like, stole her, but her, her... ability to make any decisions has been taken away yeah well after you mentioned that i did yeah. a little googling on it to see what this free i thought a free willy i thought right. free willy and right. then i thought no free britney and yeah. see it a little bit so yeah you read a little bit about yeah she seems to have lost a lot of basic little privileges yeah so we thought let's look up her chart and yeah. um in doing so we wanted to teach Uh, something that we do in in other people's charts as well but before we get into kind of the main thing of today with Brittany's chart we were looking at her natal chart Mm -hmm. and just thought okay just natally you know if we were looking at this chart what would we think about this person and obviously there's some obviouses just because with knowing who she is and the brilliant singer she is and but she has palace Athena, Athena, right? Palace Athena, or Palace, they call her. Rising in her chart. Yeah, and so let's talk about the mythology behind Palace. Yeah, yeah. Palace Athena is a a feminine, okay, woman energy, goddess energy, but she loved to play with the boys. She was very strategic. She liked the idea of playing the game. What game are we playing? So, you know, she's oftentimes associated with doing just male type of activities, whether it was hunting, that type of activity. What's, what was the TV show, though, that we, t- oh, we talk about? Yeah, that, that show, Xena, um, Princess Warrior, was a kind of a takeoff on a modern day takeoff. And for those of you of a certain age, you might remember watching this a lot. Yeah. And um, the storyline was highly repetitive. Yeah. Always I mean, getting she, ourselves into trouble. Yes. Always. She was being captured. Oh, interesting. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thrown into a pit. Tied you know, up. Tied up. And she always had to outsmart. Now, these were always men yeah. that were doing this. And it didn't seem sexist when you're watching it. It seemed just kind of natural type uh, yeah, of thing. Yeah, it was you also know? like 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, uh, you know, she dressed kind of, you know, a little sexy way. with her little sexy outfit on. Yeah. But she was a, she kind of pushed as a very strong woman. Yeah. But she always got herself out. She Contained. Did trapped yeah bound bound up yeah and then she would she would get out get out and that's rising which gives it much more spears chart oh that's a whole conversation in itself yeah it is we'll do that someday okay Okay. (laughs) that idea of what planet is rising yeah so when we see this in someone's chart the idea is that they were born with this so this is a theme that they will struggle with their entire life it's a little bit of a loop isn't it yeah it's yeah. a little bit of a loop, a repetition. Right. And so, you know, it could be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm bound to the music industry. Then maybe I'm bound to a spouse. Now she's like bound by her father, right? That it, it is. It's a, well, that's a good observation. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Constantly being under restrictions of right, I'm sure just even masculine. the studios, masculine guys. Yeah. I mean, my, yeah, I'm assuming, I would assume I so, know. yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what we speak about in that area, but the idea is it's a male-dominated industry. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. It's safe to say. Yeah. Well, there's a critical eye on females. And particularly in because your career started so young as well. Yeah. Right. So that's what's going to take us into what we wanted to talk about because yeah. she's turning 39 this year and we use this, I'm just going to say decade method and it's based on the decades in your life. So we don't talk to every client about this because it's not common to catch people. They're calling at 39 or 29 or 19 and we're able to yeah. discuss this and it's always really important, especially the bookends of entering a decade and exiting a decade. Yes, it and is. And it's different for everyone based on your chart, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we are planning to do more episodes in the in the future about just talking about one planet and then going back and forth about all the stories right. we have from clients, yes. like entering a Venus decade or right. entering a Jupiter decade. But we thought, let's look at Britney Spears because she's turning 39 this year. And, you know, yeah. we're not necessarily predictive astrologers, but it is kind of fun to... Oh, we are today. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we are today. <laughs> yeah, it is fun to just see like, okay, what might happen with this storyline? So she's turning 39 in December. She's a Sagittarius. And so it's like, let's look to see what decade she's in now. Yeah. And then we can go back in right. history if, if you want. And I want to touch back to what you said. You said something about bookends. Yeah. Right. And if you could think the 30s, we think of the one bookend would be at 29 and a half. Yep. And there'd be another bookend coming here at um, 39 and a half. 39 and a half. Yeah. And so Brittany's, you know, five months away, four months away. So from her birthday, from her birthday, 39th birthday. So we're getting in that bookend window for we her. Are. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. yeah. So that's that whole transition. It's, it's sometimes when you catch people in the middle years, they may not relate heavily to it, but boy, you catch them right around that transition time and talk about yeah. what's going on. They it's can pretty absolutely amazing. Their stories that they tell here. But yeah. Go ahead. So, so I'm trying to think. Do we want to just go back? to maybe her childhood, just to give an example before yeah, we get yeah, into let, what... Yeah, yeah, let's start. Let's okay. start at the beginning, okay. right? So Britney Spears, when she was born, was in a Saturn decade. And you yeah. have heard me talk at lengths about Saturn, but Saturn's kind of um, a very masculine, a father figure. He likes routines. He likes rules, restrictions. You know, he's like the get up at six o'clock and, you know, you're going to work and polish your shoes and march out the door. And yeah. And so when Saturn comes along in someone's chart, you know, I usually say, oh, you're going to take on some more responsibility. You might be, you know, going off of a clock more so than you have in the past. And yeah, you're going to grow up. You're going to, you're going to adult for sure. Yeah. You're going to, yeah. Adulting. Adulting, that's yes. the word. That's the <laughs> hip word, adulting. I couldn't think of it. I was going to adulticizing, but I thought, no, it's adulting. Adulting. Okay. So Britney Spears, the first 10 years of her life was ruled by the Saturn energy. And we kind of think of this as, I'll let you go, the Benjamin Button. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's a Benjamin Button energy. Saturn ages you. Now imagine the first zero birth to 10 these are our baby years, you know, coddling and everything. And she kind of came out as a little mini adult. And when you read a little bit about 
what happened in those first 10 years. Yeah, just a quick Wikipedia search because, yeah. you know, I'm not, until you know me, until there's a documentary on her, I'm not right. going to know all the details. <laughs> Thank but, goodness for documentaries. Yeah, I know. But just the Wikipedia, right? It's like she was in gymnastics. She was singing in the choir. She was in dance lessons. She was, um, there was one other thing, but she was doing state-level performances. Yes, live and, state competitions. And she was Southern Baptist raised. That's a Saturn energy, yep. right? Lots of rules. Lots of rules. Lots of rules. What you're going to do, what you're not going to do type of thing. I'm assuming they must have broken out on some level with all the singing. Yeah, I, I agree. Dancing, there must have been. You know, but the point is that that was the framework. Church was very important. And that's yeah. a classic in a Saturn decade. Yeah, because both God or Jesus provides rules, restrictions. You can't do this. You right. can do that. You can't cuss. You can't drink. You can't. Right, right. exactly. The Ten Commandments. I know mm-hmm. that's not Baptist, but. Right. Um, one other thing that she's quoted in saying at an early, she said, like, you know, I was different that I found my calling at a very young age. I think it was at eight. eight yeah. At age eight. At Is age she... eight. She said that. Yeah. Or maybe she quoted it now, but she was saying at age eight, she knew what she was meant to do in yes. her life. And again, that's a very Saturn thing. Very you Saturn. You know, we don't think of people kind of choosing a career. I know we have a four, you have a 14 degree um, idea that, or mm-hmm. not 14 degrees, but at 14, what they say at 14 that they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, just a, it's Concept, an interesting little thing. At age 14, ask your kid what they want to be. And there's some truth. And no matter what they say. Yeah. There's some truth in what they're saying they want to become. Yeah. And, you know, you have to dice different than eight. Yes. That's a huge difference. But that's Saturn, you know. Being in a Saturn decade that first 10 years of your life. Exactly. So I think most people can agree and see how, okay, wow, she did have a lot of structure as a child. If you're thinking, oh, that sounds a lot like my childhood, it's possible that you've already gotten your Saturn (laughs) decade (laughs) out of the way. Um, and again, because we all have these different decades and just because Brittany's sat Saturn was the first 10 years of her life, that doesn't mean that yours was right. It's all right. based off of your birth. And, and she has and time. Like Saturn's in Libra in her chart and that's, it's exalted Saturn and Libra does well. So she has a particularly strong Saturn energy. It gave her an identity. It gave her rules and rhythm to her day, to her week. And you know, she's obviously, she had talent number yeah. one, you know. Well, yeah, in Libra of beauty and exactly. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have a Libra that's not, I'm sorry, if you have a Saturn that's not as strongly placed and you experience your first 10 years, that could be a much sadder story. Oh, it absolutely could be. Absolutely. Having to work, you know, or absentee absent parents father. and having to act in their capacity. So, yeah. yes, it, it, there's, that's where you have to look at the, the individual chart to get yeah. that story out. So then she leaves a Saturn decade mm-hmm. and she moves into a Pluto decade. Which that's for anyone who knows a little astrology, Pluto sounds scary. Yeah. Yeah. But particularly it, now it's a ten year old. Right. Entering Pluto. I would always say this to when I'm dealing with a parent mm-hmm. and their child's chart. If I see the child's young and moving into a Pluto decade, I certainly even immediately bring up issues of sexuality. You know, be careful what they're being exposed to, who they're being exposed to, because yeah. you know. Yeah, it brings up taboo topics. It brings up the darker side of things. It's like the curtain has been, um, you know, opened and you can see behind the scenes of everything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, she probably got a huge awakening of, you know, what's actually expected of her, managing her weight, managing her looks. You need to get braces, you need to get extensions. 
right? Oh, yeah. Being sexualized yeah. at a young age. Well, so let's talk about her leaving that Pluto decade because oh, well, that's... Let's, well, let's talk about what happened going into it. And it's funny, after the thing we just said, the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. The Mickey Mouse Club was the... Yep. I mean, that was the beginning of the Pluto decade. Yep. Oh, actually, it was that show before that. Star, oh, Star, Sur- Star, Star Search. Search. Star Search. She was, yeah. I think yeah, Mickey. Star Search and Mickey yeah. Mouse Club. So, again, art getting... Even just the behind the scenes, oh, seeing all of that. Yeah. Right. And it's the management because in each of those, you're being highly managed, yep. curated yep. to perform at a certain level, a certain way. Yeah. All those things I listed about how do you look, you know, people sizing you up yes. at 10 years yeah. old or. Yes, right exactly. Up. Okay. So she opens up Pluto. She gets into kind of gets to see this back stage world mm-hmm. right of this the and music. power the power that's in pluto yeah and there's money yeah that's true and that's where the, that's where the you know most of us cave a little bit when a lot of money's on the table oh okay, okay maybe i will yeah i'll do that you know so you really being kind of some people might say run over by a mac truck because right. the forces are so great around you right but it can be quite successful for some people yeah so that's how she opened up that Pluto decade. And then as she's closing out that Pluto decade, right, she launches two songs that you know, I don't care if you like Britney or don't like Britney, you're going to know these ones. Yeah. But um, Oops, I Did It Again, yep. right? And yeah. Baby One More Time yeah, huge, is how she closes, she closes out, out that Pluto, Pluto decade. decade. You know, which, you know, I, I think it's pretty obvious there's a little sexual connotation maybe in those t- in those songs well, right um, yeah it's an understatement well, right <laughs> but I'm an understatement. i think everyone knows that music video with the yeah. schoolgirl outfit and the pigtails yeah and... yeah and very much of a tease yep pluto but she was in her power she was she was in her ultimate power she was xena xena <laughs> she had won she had won again so that is quite a story to see it play out yeah. Um, I'd like to add one thing natally about her chart. Yeah. She has Pluto aligned with Jupiter in her chart. They sit very close to each other, like six degrees apart. Yeah. That's, that's usually seen in people that are monetarily successful in life. You often see that line up together. Yeah. So if they're sitting together, it makes sense that you're going to move from one decade, you're going to move into the next decade. Oh, you're going to move right into that planet, which was her Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then things kind of seem pretty nice. <laughs> well, I think right. she, then she was a household name. I mean, at yeah. that point, I mean, she was everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Jupiter years generally are very uh, beneficial. Yeah. So although Jupiter seems really good, and she was a household name as she entered her 20 yes, to 30 yes, decade, absolutely. Jupiter didn't necessarily serve her well based on the placement in her chart. You know what? You generally have a tendency, knee-jerk reaction as an astrologer. Oh, Jupiter decade, great. It does blow up. It expands. It blows up. It expands Whatever the you're circumstances. Dealing with. <laughs> yeah. And she has coming off such a high yeah. off that Pluto energy. Yeah. And, I mean, can you imagine all the people that were around her, oh, no. you know, asking her, you know. No, and, and if you track her. And luring her. Yeah. 
into bad behaviors. Yeah. Well, and if you track her breakdowns, mm-hmm. um, they were at very significant points of this Jupiter decade. So yeah. like when it entered, when it exit, exited, and even the midpoint yes, it did. were like three different points. And we won't, mm-hmm. we don't want to capitalize, like we don't want to con- talk yeah. about that because we love Brittany, right? We're just right, trying to exactly. understand. Yes. Um, so that, so that's the Jupiter. So we're going to just kind of skip ahead, right? So she entered yeah. that Uranus um, decade then in her thirties. Yes. Yes. And that was, Uranus is, it has a tendency to catapult you, to shake you up, make some changes that people might say, why is she doing that? Or what is going on? Or, you know, something, and people even say, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. Sometimes you're making crazy choices. Well, yeah, she did come out in 2011 as she entered that decade and launched a new Mm -hmm. album, which was even had like a little bit of a different sound than she had in the past. Okay. And people were shocked that she came back. They kind of thought she was down for the long haul, I Mm -hmm. think, at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, So she did shock everyone and come back. But then as we study more about that specific degree that her Uranus sits in her chart, it's all about creating escapism environments. So we talk about things like dim lighting. We talk about alcohol, possibly yeah. sleep naps. Yeah, yeah drugs would definitely go drugs with that area that. as well. Uh, Uranus in general just was anti-social behaviors, yeah. things that are not the proper things to do. Yeah, Drinking too much is not proper. Using drugs may not be proper. You know, so just sometimes scandalous things. And the, it's interesting because it's like on some level, you let people see it. Right. Like some of us, if we drink too much, we kind of skulk home. We don't want anyone to see us, You right? Right. Someone who's under a Uranus decade may show up to work all in disarray. Yeah. And let everyone kind of know that, whoa, they had a bender last night. Yeah. So she's still under this energy right now. She and so is. to go back to how we started this um this talk is that she's in her last about nine months of this energy. So right. it's, it's really getting strong again. Yes. So that same energy that we saw in 2011, right, is coming to a close. So I would definitely not say that she's going to launch another album, but right. even the idea of how she's allowing us to kind of see into that world mm-hmm. by she's, mm-hmm. she's not hiding on social media. No, that's what she's, I mean. You, you lead with your, your behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's on social media if you, if you follow her, but you know, she is seen just pacing halls or doing some kind of interpretive dance, if you will. But there's a lot of people that are really concerned about her mental health. They know mm-hmm. that something's not right. Mm-hmm. So the second part to that degree, that Uranus degree, is this having like to deal with really like man-sized problems. Is that interesting? Having to tough it out. I love that degree. I have a personal story on that that okay. it just blew me away when I walked into my Uranus decade, but uh, we won't go into that today. Okay. But okay. the idea is, I yeah, it was a man-sized problem thrown in my lap, and it represents having to deal with something on some level that you're not trained, yeah. you're not qualified, you've never done it before, you don't know the language, yeah, you don't know where to start. Or knowing like that you have to save your energy for like the, a bigger battle that maybe, you know, we can't see from the outside, but maybe yes. she's not, you know, fighting some of the little, little injustices mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, she knows mm-hmm. that this is a much bigger yeah. fight. Well, I just was blown away because just that standard interpretation is a man sized problem. Yeah. And the way it's being depicted, it's, it's her father. Yeah. A man sized, a man who's older, carries more weight on some level yeah. because of 
I think he kind of controls everything. It yeah. sounds like. Yeah, I think he has access controls. to all of our money and stuff. So anyhow, this is a, I always say, this is an energy where you just kind of have to c continue to chip away, do what you can, so to speak, but you're not in control. You're kind of being asked to do the impossible. So what about this idea? Um, I know we're going to be wrapping up here pretty soon, but Uranus rules things like um, bringing people together, right? Yes. And it could rule like things like marching or or fighting for something. Yeah, causes. Causes. So yeah, groups. Even the idea that she's finishing out this Uranus decade, and there's mm -hmm. like a whole hashtag about free Britney. Yes. That it's a, a movement. movement. It's a movement. <laughs> So this Uranus actually could serve her with bringing people together and bringing awareness and possibly. Oh, if particularly if she could bring some music together here in these next, uh, you know, half year still coming, you know, until the spring, at least of 2021, uh, pull some music up that would reflect all the struggles. True. That could be a real anthem for everyone out there. True. So if we had to make some sort of prediction, right? So she's mm -hmm. ending this Uranus decade. She's moving into a Mercury decade. Again, we talked yeah. about June yeah. 2021. Um, she moves into this, you know, with a little figure that we put with this is this little guy running with a newspaper, like breaking news, speaking yeah. one's I mind. Would expect, I would you know, of course, because we know what we know of her, I think, oh, it must be an album coming up. And yeah. it must be another album that really grabs your attention. Yeah. And maybe some taboo topics. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but the idea, she should be making noise somehow, she right? She will be that noisier, she might clearly. be creating controversy, and so whether that's controversy with her fans or controversy with her family, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. um, we say that when we see people with this degree that you're going to upset the apple cart. You're uh, going yes. to do something yes. that... Yeah. <laughs> Grab a headline, but it's great when you're trying to push a cause, particularly a cause that is a little before its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of this, you know, even what was it, Dr. Death, uh, Dr. Kevorkian, when he was, you know, he's passed now, but that was radical when he started talking about the choice to die. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, it's not a rampant movement at this point, but, you know, it is out there. He led it very controversially. And, and that's what I mean. He's kind of ahead of his time, or and she will be, whatever that next reincarnation of herself is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, because she's still, unfortunately, with that degree, there's still a lot of um, exposure to greed and excessive behavior. Yes. So, yes. you know, whether that's it's staring it down and mm -hmm. and fighting mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. it, but unfortunately, she still will be under that. But there should be some kind of breakout. Yes. Uh, you know, breakout. Well, it's going to be publicity, and it's just a matter of whether she has full control over it or whether it's just crazy things happening around her that she's getting sucked into. But, yeah. But if there's a shift, there'll be a shift and it'll be evident, particularly our big prediction would be in, in that spring of 2021, certainly around that April through June, July window. Yeah, that she might be speaking out. She might be coming out with a, possibly a new album, but that there should be some sort of development in mm -hmm. what she's been dealing with or even... Mm -hmm. breaking free from what she's been dealing with breaking free oh free yeah, yeah. wouldn't that be it <laughs> right. that would be it free yeah. Brittany. yeah yeah so i hope you um enjoyed our talk today on Brittany. this whole um, concept was created really to talk about this decade or this decade uh, method that we use so we look forward to talking to you again and talking specifically about different planets and stories that we've heard and um and 
Yeah, it's a really insightful tool and it can be applied to even if you're a kind of a nobody, so to speak. You know, it's very interesting. You do see this shift that takes place and it gives people a lot of hope to recognize, whoa, this curtain's going to lift finally and I'm going to get to move on to something else. Especially if it's been a theme for 10 years, you think this is just how my life is now. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like it's going to be that way forever. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today, and we look forward to talking to you later this week. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.